Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is 745. Time to check in with Tom Ackerman at the New Bold BMW Toyota Sports Desk for our weekly chat. Good morning, Tom. Morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. I don't know how much you can take away from one win after six losses, but Wayno pitched his longest stint of the season starting, and Jordan Hicks comes out of the bullpen. The pitching was pretty good last night. Yeah, well, at this point, you got to take each one uh, – making them really important. I think that every win's important at this point, and every time they do win, you kind of marvel at it because they don't do it very often. Uh, it was a great win for them, 5-3. to three. And like you said, it was a great performance by Adam Wainwright. I mean, it's a classic Wainwright performance, not dominant, but able to get through a quality start. And now he has 198 wins. He's two away from 200. Uh, it was his eighth start of the season. It was the first time that he completed the sixth inning. It's big-time progress. That's what you want to see out of Adam. you got to see progress throughout this year. He threw 93 pitches. That's a pretty good outing for Adam Wainwright. First quality start of the year. And that after giving up a home run on the first pitch that he threw. The Cardinals, <laughs> again, not able to cash in in the top of the first. They loaded the bases. And they end up not getting anything out of it. And then they watch uh, Brandon Nimmo hit a home run off Adam Wainwright. And this is Adam Wainwright uh, as he's been throughout his career. He bears down and he puts together a terrific outing. And the Cardinals able to ride some offense out of it and get a victory out of it uh, is good progress for him. City Field, New York, remember back at Shea Stadium when he – uh, was able to strike out Carlos Beltran. That was in 2006. I mean, think about how long ago that was. We're in 2023, and Adam Wainwright is still pitching in Queens. That might have been his last start ever, his last appearance ever in Queens uh, after uh, beating the Mets back in 2006. And the bullpen, though, Jordan Hicks. You were mentioning him earlier. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Hicks was great. Uh, he struck out the side. He threw 103 to get a couple of those strikeouts. He has a fastball with movement. You just can't hit him. And if the Cardinals are going to get uh, moving here, they've got to be able to close out games. Uh, they've had a lot of problems. They've had starters. None of them have been consistent, not one of them. Uh, they've had struggles throughout the lineup, including their two best players, Paul Goldschmidt and notably Nolan Arenado, who has had uh, some really down times this year, but two great players, and they just haven't been able to get the whole lineup rolling and cashing in at times. But one of the most glaring things they've had is a leaky bullpen. 
And as good as Giovanni Gallegos has been at times in his career, he's had some struggles locking down games. Ryan Helsley's injured. Uh, they've had some other pitchers give up some big, big home runs and big moments, including Jordan Hicks, who had trouble finding the strike zone. But, man, did he look good yesterday. When he throws strikes and has uh, some confidence, he is very, very hard to hit. And he was not great uh, throughout that inning. Remember, he, he had some control issues earlier in that frame, but he closed it out well, and that's what closers do. It takes a special breed to close out the ninth inning because the other side has nothing to lose. So they're going to swing at anything that's out over the plate, uh, but he's able to get the job done. Nice job by Jordan Hicks. Tom, I want to ask you about the clubhouse at this point in the season. This has been a weird season. The cards seem to start out slow in the first inning, and – finish poorly in the ninth inning in some games. What do you think the mentality is right now with this team, where they are in the standings and all? Not good. Uh, you know, they, I'm sure that they're trying publicly to say that they're going to sit there and fight and that they're going to be, you know, fighting for each other. But it's horrible to lose. I mean, you know, winning is what brings a clubhouse together. Losing, it's very, very difficult. So, I, I don't think that they're like a broken clubhouse and they don't like each other or anything. It's just not fun. Um, now, they're going to put all the confidence in the world in each other and in the leadership of the team and in the manager and all of those things. But the only thing that's going to make everybody smile around there is winning ball games, And you just got to really take them one game. So there's one right there. And then, you know, you have to tell yourself. It really, in baseball... Just like most sports, it is a team sport. But in baseball, you have to decide what is my role on this team and how do I make the team better? I'm not going to worry about anybody else right now except how can I make this team better? What is my role? What do, why am I here? Why did they invite me to be part of the Cardinals? And what did they sign me to do? And I'm going to go out and do that. Um, that's how it's got to turn around. And that is going to be very difficult to do. But if you look at the division and who's the best team, it is the Cardinals on paper. But on in the standings, they're the worst. Mm -hmm. And they've got to figure out why and how did this happen and what can I do to make this team turn around. And that's, uh, that's going to be hard to do, but they'll have to. Curious on the David Freeze declining the Cardinals Hall of Fame invitation. Anything there insight-wise? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm – I'm pretty close with David, um, I, so I I understand. Um, I think as a lot of people who have been with him, I, you know, I've been covering him since he came into the organization, and um, you know many of us who who have been with the team understand his story of overcoming um, a lot of things within his own uh, mental health and his his confidence, and you know he's been through some peaks and valleys in his life. I think he's in a very good place in his life, and I truly believe that he spent a lot of time thinking about this. This is not just a snap decision like, nah, I don't want to be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Of course, he, that's an incredible invitation. Um, I'm sure that he sat and thought about this from the second that he was mentioned that he was going to be on the ballot. What if the fans vote me in? How will I do this? What will I say? Months of sitting on it. And the ultimate decision was that I don't feel comfortable having, you know, whatever it is, 44 home runs in my career, although I've, I've got, you know, one of the greatest runs and maybe the greatest home run that the Cardinals ever hit. If you look at the Cardinals Hall of Fame, in his heart, 
he didn't believe that he belonged in that group of those legends. Of course, we all consider him a Cardinals legend, one of the greatest uh, performances, clutch performances in Cardinals history. But you have to respect somebody who really thought it through and felt like this is the best call for him. I don't know what happens from here. If he gets some support from other Hall of Famers and they encourage him to do it, uh, but at this point, I believe, and I'm part of the committee of the Cardinals Hall of Fame, that you know you respect uh, his decision. No, I appreciate that perspective on that. Uh, City SC's game last night, a loss in Nashville, three to one. I guess when you looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year, a tough road game. Nashville's near the top of the standings in the Eastern Conference, so I don't know that there's much to take away from this as far as a negative. It was just a tough game. Yeah, I did watch the game last night, and, you know, Mokhtar is one of the best players that Major League Soccer has ever had, and he showed why. He was tremendous yesterday. I thought City played well uh, in the first half to even the match. I really enjoyed watching it. Um, Nashville's really good. I think going in, I did not expect City to win this match. Um, Nashville not only is a good team, but they're good at home. Um, And City, I thought, you know, Played the second half uh, man down. I mean, they had 10 and Nashville had 11. I mean, yeah. That, you know, <laughs> and so when that happens, you know, you're, you're going to have some difficulty scoring. And on the other side, they were able to get the job done. Uh, but it, it doesn't obviously diminish what City has accomplished to this point. They've played well above their expectations. And I think they're going to make a run at the postseason here. Um, these are all good learning experiences for them. I'll be curious what Lutz says about it. I would anticipate that Lutz at 11.15 today will not be totally disappointed. He's not going to sound happy. <laughs> he wears his emotions on his sleeve, and I love that. Um, but deep inside, I think he's got to understand where his team is at this point. They are a team that's going to be, I think, tough to deal with, especially here in St. Louis. It's still a young, hungry, exciting team. Um, you know, and I'll talk to Bradley Carnell on Monday morning about decisions and players and things like that. But they've got to turn around and, and, and you know, brush it away because they have another game coming up on Wednesday against Real Salt Lake. And briefly, Tom, what else does sports on a Sunday have this morning? Well, U.S. Open, uh, Wyndham Clark and uh, Ricky Fowler are tied for the lead, and then Rory McIlroy and Scotty Scheffler are right behind them. So people are saying, okay, I know Fowler, I know McIlroy, I know Scheffler. Who the heck is Wyndham Clark? Wyndham Clark won his first match not a month or so ago at the Wells Fargo, uh, and here he is playing great golf down the stretch at the U.S. Open at Los Angeles Country Club. I watched that yesterday, too. I mean, he's got – that look in his eye of, I can play with these people. And, you know, he's been around for a while, did not get that first PGA Tour victory until recently, and he got that, and that put an incredible shot of confidence in him. He hits the ball a long way. He's got radar around the greens, and he putts really well. And if you play that consistently, you're going to be right there in the mix. He's going to have to take some gambles, though, because these are the heavyweights going up against him today. He's going to have to take some gambles and be aggressive uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can come out a winner at the U.S. Open. All right, Tom Ackerman, looking forward to sports on a Sunday coming up at 10 o'clock. Thank you. Thank you. Ollie Marmel, Dan Reardon, Lutz Fan and Steel, John Mosellock, and then we'll be off the air at 1140. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.